0: Holy mother of Jesus, it's a huge week for movies, everybody. Big week, big month, big time for movies, people. Why, sir? Uh The um, Mortal Kombat came out. Oh, I know, right? Huge, oh. huge, huge time for movie fans. We <laughs> really changed Comic the release. scene, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, Oh, man, it's going to change the entire landscape of filmmaking as we know it. Lies. It's the Oscars. The Oscars were on, everybody, and we are two Irish idiots here with another episode. I'm sure it'll be grand to talk about the Oscars and talk about a little bit about the Best Picture winner, Nomadland. E. There you go. Dan, do you follow the Oscars? Are you an Oscars fanatic?
1: I think the last time I enjoyed it was like in 2002 and uh, maybe 2001 uh, when they had like Smeagol going to the stage for one of them or... That time they had Shrek come onto stage to receive his award, like uh, those. Oh, that's the last time I went. Like, yeah, the Oscars. So are you neat. like
0: to you like you like when the Oscars do weird shit
1: sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, have some fun, but otherwise, I, I just, I mean, look, I know this sounds like the edgy things. So it's a bunch of millionaires giving each other awards. I just, I don't mm, care.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, for me, I've always sort of. I guess, bought into the romanticism of the Oscars in general. For me, the Golden Globes is a pile of piss and that's generally just rich people patting each other on the back and saying, hey, yeah. well done, you spent a lot of money on this thing and here's here's a prize for you. Whereas the Oscars... the goodie bag, the Oscars, worth like
1: 5,000 yeah, I mean,
0: yards. Yeah, like the Oscars has elements of that as well. It always will because it's Hollywood, so there are going to be elites yeah. and rich people involved. But the Oscars also, I think... There's always th- there's always a story every year of like the small film that went and did it. The best picture nominees are generally not massive budget spectacles. They can't. They are yeah. sometimes. They, you know, th- not to say that those movies don't deserve to be awarded for things. So yeah, no, just absolutely. Because yeah, they've, yeah. Just because they had a big budget, but there's always like an element of we're we're awarding quality first. Yeah, we're awarding like true filmmaking here rather than
1: yeah which is kind of And you don't evil. think it has been
0: diluted over the years? It has. It, there's been and this is the thing for me about the Oscars is that it's different every year for in terms of those things there you know there's years there's been years where Marvel movies have been nominated for best picture and then there's been plenty of other years where all of the nominees were much smaller movies or yeah. may not have even had a big name amongst the cast and those movies
1: do yeah. well. So, I know changed up the Academy um, the, the judging a bit. There's a lot more, lot more younger people now involved in the Yeah, the, the Academy mm,
0: the last two years or so has accepted mo- many more members and much more younger filmmakers in their different yeah. categories and much more, they have a much more diverse voting pool the last yeah, yeah. year
1: or two. Which is good because film should be diverse.
0: Yeah, of course it is and that's that's people's Biggest yeah. issue with the Oscars um, that's been kind of protested against the last couple of years um, in big ways is that the, the nominees and the Academy itself is not diverse enough in terms of gender or um, race and things like that and nominate, both nominating and awarding and allowing votes to minority groups, I suppose, in yeah. filmmaking, which they've changed. They've, well, they've tried to. They're they're starting. They're taking steps in yeah. the, in the right decision. I mean, the right direction. I suppose here's <laughs> the thing.
1: Like, I'm a big believer of like any quick drastic change usually doesn't stick too well and it kind of falls apart and gets corrupted in the first place. Look, if it takes time, at least if it's going that direction, it's a victory of sorts, you know?
0: Yeah, and that's why I think maybe a couple of years ago the their nominees and the awards may were probably seen by many as like reactive to the the negative feedback that they were they were that the academy was getting yeah. for their awards that they kind of went oh you think we don't nominate enough people of color well here we did look we nominated this movie yeah, yeah. so but they have i think broadened that to by like accepting and um not accepting but um <laughs> like giving me- academy membership to more um diverse groups and people of color yeah. and things like that they the yeah the oscars it's themselves f- are going to
1: change to yeah. reflect that but it still will of take. course because they are the oscars yeah that's like who, yeah that's who <laughs>
0: votes that's the the thing about the oscars is it's not it's not necessarily a popularity contest or a vote yeah. of. It's not a. There's no public vote, really. You don't. They don't throw up. It's not like the MTV. Oh, could you imagine? They throw up a public (laughs) poll on Twitter and say, "Pick your best movie." Yeah, and it's just like (laughs) spamming. Oh, the best kiss kind of crap, like. But not that I. I like those kind of. They're fun. Those are more fun. But it it is. It's people. It's people who work in the film industry voting for what they believe was the best in that yeah. category each year you know the directors vote yeah, for best director yeah. the actors vote on the actor and then everybody votes on best picture as far as i'm aware any every okay. academy member votes on that um so it's you,
1: lobbying is it what you're saying
0: yeah cool. there's lobbying to it obviously the e- each year so like studios are very particular about they, like if they they might have a fantastic movie that everybody adores and is critically acclaimed, but if a studio doesn't think it has a chance of winning anything at the Oscars, they won't submit it to the Oscars. They won't push
1: it in that sense because they want to see it as a loss.
0: Because they yeah they, they'd rather like not put the effort in and like send out screeners to journalists and like
1: kind of lobby a bit for a particular talent but, to win an award. Okay. Then okay, but. Are like nominations seen almost as a award in its own right to be nominated. Yeah, they are, they deal. are, they would be, yeah, but the, there's, the, the
0: nominees are, they kind of start with a long list in like the best picture long list, I think is like 40 films or something. And yeah. then they narrow that down to the nominees. So making, okay, okay, making okay. the long list is not, usually seen as a big thing like because there's so i guess final nominations yeah they're like making uh, the long list there's so many names on it that it's kind of just like yeah here's 50 movies that were good this year and then they cut then the academy cuts that down to Mm. i think best picture is like max they're allowed to have 10 nominees but they for some reason don't every year like they expanded it it used to be five and then they expanded it to 10 like a few years not to recently recently but like a few re- few years ago. I mean, you make the show um, go on
1: forever. To be fair, and yeah, just, but Oscars I think, already goes yeah, on forever.
0: But I think that <laughs> in since they expanded Best Picture to ten nominees, they've only done it once. I think they normally okay. end up with like eight for some reason. But I it's mean, open. I suppose it depends
1: on how they do the count. Maybe yeah. it, it just boils down to but so it's, many each Yeah, time.
0: But it is Best Picture is open to have ten nominees. So if there's a movie yeah. that they really want, they can be like, "Yeah, we want it to be nominated. It yeah. might not win, but we uh, want it to be nominated."
1: I say what they do, they probably have a benchmark that people have to get a certain percentage on a movie to get over it, and anything below it gets thrown away. So that's yeah, probably why they probably. don't reach the 10 quota every single time. So I imagine the only time they get the 10 quota is that they got too many people getting over it and then just kind of like, you know, cut away people. That yeah, that's I, think that's.
0: I think that's exactly how they do it. Because yeah. the Academy members vote for movies on the long list to make their nominees, and then they vote yeah. again on the... Long voting process takes a while. This year's yeah. this year's Oscars ceremony was the 93rd edition of the Academy Awards. There's been 93 ceremonies now. We're approaching. I to think we'll see the hundredth one. Yeah, we're approaching the centenary of the the Oscars, the Academy yeah. Awards. Um, yes, this year's was a weird one. <laughs> it was a weird ceremony. whole viewership
1: and recorded. The, yeah,
0: the lowest. It? The lowest the least viewed Academy Awards telecast on record in the United States. It only had about 10 million viewers.
1: And it's not because the reason I'm saying it's mad is because with the COVID and all that, the amount of people stayed home and had to watch movies this year, Yeah, but that's the, it's the time.
0: Also, I don't even like, there's a case to be made that most years and quite often, especially in more in the last five or six years, I would say most people won't, general audiences w- have not seen all of the pictures, all of the the pictures. Who am I? Martin Scorsese? No, I mean, general.
1: you've watched like four.
0: No, I, like I've seen a four of this year's best picture nominees. Um, hmm. Generally, I have seen more, but there's been a turn. I, th- I think in the last five or six years to nominate smaller movies and more kind of indie features that a lot of yeah. people won't have seen because they don't get released in every theater everywhere all over yeah. the world whereas like if you go not back not all
1: family movies let's say
0: <laughs> no they wouldn't be And but like if you go back even to like the early to mid 2000s movies like Titanic and Gladiator and The Lord of the Rings and those kind of movies were nominated every year so people yeah. had seen them people knew what they were and they wanted to tune in yeah the popular movies were yeah, yeah the, when you look at this year for instance the Best Picture nominees how many of those most people a couple of them were out in Netflix but like most people, I don't think, will have seen Minari. Most people, general audiences, are definitely not going to have seen Nomadland, probably.
1: I'd that and say most people haven't heard of these movies. Probably not. General. No, most
0: people don't know what they were. And I think yeah. that definitely, like, for, like, non... I don't want to... Just, like, general movie enjoyers. Right? General if audience, they yeah. They don't yeah. know what the movies are. They're not going to watch the Oscars. Well, no, because it cost fucking money to watch movies. Yeah, they're not going <laughs> to see this. I was like, oh, they look at the nominees, don't know any of them. Why would I watch? I don't care who wins. I haven't seen any of the movies. I don't even know what these movies are. Who is... Yeah. Who is Nomadland? <laughs> what, what is a Manari? Yeah. Like, they don't care. So, yeah. it's low, I mean, but it's been dropping, and it's been dropping. The yeah. numbers have dropped. Like, this year was about 10 million. Last year, I think, it was about 18 or something. Which is mad and if you consider...
1: All of America, even just America. like Yeah, and if you, you went back to like 2014,
0: 2015, it was about
1: 35
0: million people watched the Oscars Ooh. that year. So it's dropped drastically
1: in the last yeah. 10 or so years. It's gone. it's gone from 1 in 10 people to 1 in 30 people, like,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But then another, I don't know, another odd thing about, like this year's ceremony was delayed as well. They announced last... Yeah june i think they announced it early they announced it like last like june 2020 they said we're delaying next year's oscars it's normally the oscars are usually every, in february every year at the end of, end of february like last sunday in february yeah because um, it's usually right around my birthday which yeah, yeah. It, they do it for yeah, you they do it for me is how i always do yeah. but yeah they, so they announced it super that's early why you like they the like, that's why i love them because it's my <laughs> it's a celebration of me but they, yeah. Yeah. they never mention you weirdly, but you
1: know they don't need to. I know that they're doing it for yeah. me. They pushed yeah, I mean, it I'm back. sure if you like broke down what Oscars meant and uh, like the C's for Kazi, like yeah, hundred percent. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. They we'll figure out. We'll you know we'll put it onto you the cover work, of this episode. Work on that anagram later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll do it on the cover, like for people to yeah.
0: see, they, <laughs> or in the post, whatever. <laughs> they pushed out. They pushed it back from February to April, uh, and because the, they mm. said that a lot of. Movies last year were delayed, like didn't come out when they were supposed to because of COVID and cinemas being closed. And they so they pushed back the the period of eligibility for a movie to be considered for the Oscars, which is generally... Like, so 2021, had it gone ahead in February, if your movie is released in... I think it's a date in January afterwards, it can't be considered for the Oscars. So it basically takes in like the whole of 2020. And then if you have a movie that comes out like... A month before the ceremony, you're not going to get nominated for this year's Oscars, and you're probably not going to get nominated for the following year because the Academy will forget about it. They have quite (laughs) short memories, so generally movies that come out in like February, March, it's going to have to be a pretty big movie for it to get nominated for the next
1: year's Oscar yeah. ceremony, because they'll or forget I mean, about it. Maybe maybe I'm ignorant, but not a lot of amazing movies come out in February, March. No, but and that's really why. But that's why, because they <laughs> yeah. if, if
0: they want an Oscars run and they think it's worthy of all these awards, they'll release it much closer to awards season, which is generally Here's like thing,
1: December to February. <laughs> Don't you think that's kind of a problem with movie making then, that an award show Dictates on when and how how they start and finish the movie, as in terms of release dates. Like, sh- like I feel like a an award show should be have an impartial effect on movie making. Surely, yeah. But I mean it's
0: it's not it's not just the Oscars. It's all of yeah. the awards. It's awards season,
1: and okay, then it's yeah. also. But that's um, what I mean. And all of them yeah. shouldn't really, It's <laughs> also
0: film festivals as well. There's a, like, yeah. a prestigiousness to, say, a movie premiering at Sundance or premiering at, yeah. like, Venice Film Festival or yeah, Toronto yeah. that is... I don't know if it's kind of, like, a self-contained, you know, like, a general... a Marvel movie, you know, somebody who loves just, like, popcorn flicks and goes to the cinema to see big movies or whatever is not really going to care if you have a Toronto Film Festival wreath yeah. stamped on the front of your movie. they don't They probably yeah. won't care. But in the among film industry people, it's a big deal,
1: yeah, because they'll hire that guy next time because they, oh, oh yeah, hundred percent but the them, thing them, yeah.
0: and the thing then about the film festivals is that a lot of movies that will debut at say Sundance or things like that, the movie is made and it's ready, but they don't have a distributor. So, the movie will premiere at say it's advertising they'll premiere at a film festival, and the audience is full of people from Netflix or from you know Disney or like big production companies who will then buy the movie buy the rights to the movie for like millions of dollars and then they get to stamp yeah. their shit on it and release it to the world so it's yeah, it's a weird it's a weird way that it all works, but it's the same everywhere. it's not just a global thing it happens it's the same in Ireland if you want to get your your short movie noticed, you have to submit it to like the Galway Film Fla or something to get people to see it.
1: I've never heard of that in my life,
0: but cool. The Galway Film Fla? That's probably the... No. The um the big one in Ireland, you know. We don't really have a big... I like, mean, big <laughs> relative there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, it's <laughs> big amongst amongst the Irish <laughs> film community. It's probably the big one. It's not like... <laughs> it's When weird. the goes, what? Huh? But it's weird because there's not like... There's no like Dublin... There is a Dublin International Film Festival, I think, but it's not like a big deal really It's yeah, cool it's cool to be involved don't get me wrong i'm not trying to shit in the film festival but it's um please hire me <laughs> please please man, let me curate the next film festival. i have no qualifications but i can do it
1: trust me <laughs> but and yeah i have a podcast i review movies all the time i
0: didn't yeah li- listen to the hours and hours of me shit talking about movies and tell me I don't in know america to... randomly yeah <laughs> bastards anywho <laughs> Yeah, so the 93rd uh, Academy Awards. So many American friends who listen to
1: this show, and I'm just like, oh, God yeah, say. but
0: they'll hate listen now after a while. That's the plan. <laughs> so this year's Academy Awards held last weekend, the end of April this time, pushed back by two months from February, and it was a. They they said very early on that they were like, no, the Academy Awards are happening in person in 2021. They were just adamant. They said it's happening. We're doing it in person. This is our big shot. The film industry is all coming together for a night of glitz and glamour and love. Yeah, and they kind of did that, but not really. They had yeah. like their usual spots in Los Angeles at the at the Dolby Theater and Union Station, and they had I think 170 guests at that. But the guests were like just nominees and who they wanted to bring. There was nobody else allowed. Can see between everyone. Yeah, so it was just everybody side eyeing each other, like to i them up against. But they and everything was, you know, socially distanced and all that kind of crack. And then, but then they also set up another event like all over the world. There, so there was a there was one in London, there was one in Korea, there was one in like there was just everywhere, like smaller like scale things for certain nominees who, you know, couldn't travel to Los Angeles. I think Bong um, yeah. Bong Jun Ho who won Best Director and Best Picture last year for Parasite, he presented Best Director this year from South Korea, because that's where he was. Okay. So they set up a thing there for him. But then, weirdly, they wouldn't let Anthony... Anyway, we'll get to that <laughs> later. Yeah. So they this year's, I guess... Right. We'll make our way through the list. Nominees and winners of the big awards. I'm not going to cover all of them, because there's a lot of awards, and some of them are like... The best, there's best sound and best, there's two awards for like sound that seem to be the same, but who knows? The big one, no, okay, we'll start smaller. Best animated feature this year, the nominees were Onward, Pixar, Over the Moon, Netflix, A Sean the Sheep movie, Farmageddon, <laughs> So, I'm sorry, it's just funny to see Sean the Chief
1: nominated. I know, because like, started as a little show, like, on, like, so, Bridge TV, and we were getting yeah. like, kind of on RT, too. And, like, suddenly it's, like, this most ambitiously big yeah. fucking phenomenon. It's so strange
0: <laughs> to see. Uh, yeah. yeah, Soul, Pixar, and Wolfwalkers from Cartoon Saloon here in our hometown of Kilkenny. So, congratulations yeah. to those guys. Their fifth, I think, nomination. Uh, the winner in that category was Soul. For Pixar.
1: Did I ever tell you about the time I uh, shit-talked um the guys who made Wolfwalkers in Kilkenny? You shit-talked like, them? What, like to yeah, their I, face? I just, no, kind of. Um So, right, they, they had a little bit of a gallery in Kilkenny Castle, right? And I was with our mutual friends to and we were going through the gallery, look, having a look at it. And I started saying, like, oh, I fucking hate this. I, I'm not a big fan of the style. Don't get me wrong. I know it's a good style. It's just it's not my thing. And like I was just saying, no, that doesn't make sense. This is kind of rubbish. And then I turned the corner and one of the guys from Saloon was, was sitting at a table in the middle of the room talking to a bunch of people. And I went, oh, oh yikes, no. yikes. <laughs> Do you know who it was? Uh, I don't, and mm. I I
0: love your movies. Mm. <laughs> was that for Book of Kells? I think or it was or Book which of movie Kells, was yeah it? when that came Book out Kells, yeah they yeah. do this they, they do this for anybody who's not from Kilkenny, which is quite a lot of people they do this every I, year I where was most no thing everybody's getting Cilceni Kilkenny Castle here a big lovely castle that has like an art gallery in it and Cartoon Saloon the creators of Book of Kells and Wolfwalkers this year usually have like. An art, an installation featuring all the like, concept yeah. pieces and stuff from the movie that's out that year. It's very Pretty nice, cool. actually. Very nice. But I just
1: didn't like the content.
0: But yeah, Soul won Best Animated Feature. I mean, I I didn't care for Soul really at all. I
1: I, I thought it was fine. I, I I it's I don't think it'll ever stick in my head. Uh, um, I, I I can see why people loved it. I can see why people loved it. It's I'm just I'm just
0: thing. I'm just annoyed at this point that the Academy seems to think that, oh, Pixar released a movie, automatically they win. It's like they yeah. it's like a given at this point, it's like they don't really look, it's just like, oh did Pixar throw something out this year? Yeah, go ahead they
1: just give them the award, they okay. win every year, it's I like an automatic you... vote Okay, but this year, for example can you think of a movie that came out in the last year that's animated, that could compete against any of those there?
0: Mm, i could probably i could probably if you gave me a
1: minute to think about it but okay <laughs> not off the we top can. of Just, my we, head we, <laughs> i'm not gonna
0: sit here inside okay fair <laughs> enough all right
1: yeah um but yeah i mean yeah i don't know I, I i look at the other movies and i still think i probably do prefer soul out of the final nominations there but that's not a high bar
0: yeah 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 it's uh, i don't know animated movies are a weird one in that there'll always be one that kind of flies under the radar or one that looks terrible and, and suddenly everyone's like hey that's amazing like the croods or something that came out oh, a couple kobo. years ago like what huh
1: nothing no what no i actually, didn't hear, I didn't I actually genuinely didn't hear what you <laughs> said kobo and two strings i don't like oh, kubo and of...
0: kubo kubo yeah i loved kubo i didn't i don't like that studio very much um because they they did like Coraline and stuff like that as well, that I
1: hate. Oh, yeah. yeah. hate, (laughs) with a passion. But I liked Kubo. Here's the thing again, I understand it's a really well-done style. I understand the work that puts into it. It's amazing, but not for me.
0: It's just personal taste. I just don't like that kind of thing. But I liked Kubo, against all odds. I really liked Kubo. Anyway, that was Best Animated Feature. Soul was the winner there. Best Documentary, which is one I always always like to look at, um, because there's always something great in it. The nominees this year were Collective, Crip Camp, The Mole Agent, My Octopus Teacher, and Time. Now, this was a shock to me because My Octopus Teacher won Best Documentary. I don't think anybody expected it to. Uh, Do you know, have you seen My Octopus Teacher? Are you aware of it? No, I
1: haven't seen a single one of these movies. Um, My (laughs) Octopus (laughs) Teacher (laughs) is on Netflix.
0: Um, it's actually it's it a goes? good. I'm not. I'm not trying to shoot on my octopus. Feature. It's a good movie. It's it's a it's a good documentary. It's about a man who like basically befriends a wild octopus in South Africa, and he kind of okay. he go he like goes like diving every day to the same spot and like meets the octopus, and the octopus eventually like actually like. It's kind of just a showcase on... It's about family and stuff like that, but it's also a really interesting look at how fucking smart octopuses are. I, I said like? this
1: before. When we were in Boston, we went to the aquarium. Mm-hmm. Um, I was look There's this this big, massive octopus, and there were loads of kids around us looking into the tank of this octopus. And it, it, it was looking at the kids, and I go, no, that's cool. And then it turned to me and looked me in the yeah. eye. But, like, looked me in the eye the way that a person oh, looks that's, you yeah, in the eye. And it went... Oh, it's, it's observing crazy me. It's not just smart, looking at me. <laughs> like, and that's the,
0: that's the thing about this. The documentary is really interesting to look at that things and you can see yeah. the first time he like goes up close to it. You can see the octopus kind of looking at him going like, what the hell is this thing? Kind of trying to figure yeah. it out. And by like, after like a couple of weeks, the octopus is like actively, the octopus now knows that he's there watching things mm. and he's, the octopus uses the fact that he's there as part of its hunting in things. So oh. if it needs to, it it will like place him between it and and what it's hunting so the thing it's hunting can't see it and it'll if it needs to flee it'll hide behind your man and st- it like actively uses it as part of its <laughs> right like, well. hunting rituals uh, when it's hunting certain things and you can see it like it using shells as like armor when it gets attacked by sharks it's crazy it's a really good documentary I'm just shocked that it won over time. Which is a documentary. Time, time is a documentary about um, a man who's like serving a life sentence in prison for, oh, yeah, I believe, time. like a crime that he didn't commit and stuff like that. It's kind of, it's is it all, real? It's all. Yes. Yeah, is it real? Yeah, it's a documentary. Okay.
1: I mean, you know, some <laughs> documentaries are like a mock documentaries. No,
0: no, no. It's an, It's an actual documentary. I'm. I'm just surprised. I thought. I, I thought, and I think maybe everybody thought that that was going to win, but my my octopus teacher, this small movie about a man falling in love with an octopus. Took it away.
1: I mean, fair play. So
0: there
1: you go. I feel sorry for the guy who's in prison. It's like, Uh, God damn it!
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, my mind was teacher. Uh, Where do we go next? Let's do supporting acting noms. Best supporting actor: Sasha Baron Cohen for not for Borat, for Trial of the Chicago Seven. Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah. Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami. Paul racy, ratchy, not 100% certain, apologies, for Sound of Metal and Lakeith Stanfield, also for Judas and the Black Messiah. Now, this was the weird one in that Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield, to me, were both the leads in Judas and the Black Messiah. If anything, they should have both been, if they're both going to be nominated, I think they both should have been nominated for Best Actor, not Best Supporting Actor. But that's a case of the... Uh, the studio would have decided to submit them for Best Supporting Actor probably because they thought they had a better chance in that category than in the main Best Actor category. Or rather than, they also may not have wanted to separate them. It would have been really hard to make a case for, say, Daniel Kaluuya to be nominated for Best Actor and Lakeith Stanfield for Best Supporting, because they're definitely both the leads in the movie. Daniel Kaluuya won for Judas and the Black Messiah. That I think is a fair decision. Great actor. He's a really...
1: I haven't watched the movie, but I've loved yeah, him in a lot. It's of a things, very yeah. fair
0: decision. He's great in it. Um, Paul Reishi, again, for Sound of Metal, I think is also brilliant in that movie. And Lakeith Stanfield is great in Judas and the Black Messiah. Leslie Odom, I mean, it's a, it's a big category. Le, like you Le, love Le, Sound of Metal, don't you? I adored Sound of Metal. Yeah, it's a mm. brilliantly moving film. Leslie Odom Jr. in One Night in Miami is also... very good performance Sacha Baron Cohen in The Trial of the Chicago 7 he's good in it it's just like it maybe feels like a case of he's not playing what people are used to seeing from him it's more of a kind of more of a serious role in a serious movie so maybe that kind of like tipped people towards that but yeah Daniel Clue you won no complaints he's a fantastic actor well deserved best supporting actress Maria Bakalova for Borat subsequent movie film Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy, which is a weird... Anyway. Olivia (laughs) Colman for The Father. Amanda Seyfried for Mank. And uh, Yoo Jung Yoon for Minari. Uh, She won two, didn't she? Two awards, this Oscar season. Yoo Jung Yoon. She won Best Supporting Actress for Minari. She is the first Korean actor, actress, to ever win an Academy Award for Acting. Uh, after yeah. Bong Joon-ho won for Best yeah. Directing and last year. She's the first Korean actor to win an acting award at the Academy Awards. Um, Minari, unfortunately, I have not gotten around to seeing yet. I really, really want to. It looks like an incredible film. Um, it's about a Korean family who moved to the United States, like the American Midwest, in like the 1980s and like start a farm and stuff. It looks really, really good. But um, unfortunately, to my regret, I have not gotten around to seeing it. The acting nominees: Best Actor, Grizz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins for The Father, Gary Oldman for Mank, and Stephen Yoon for Minari. Now, this is the this is the award that caused all the controversy this year. Yes, it is <laughs> because yeah. uh, so this year's ceremony is the first time since nineteen seventy two that. Uh, the, award, the Academy Award did not end with Best Picture. Best Picture is always the finale. It's their big, it's the biggest award, and they, uh, it's always the last thing in the night. But this year, they swapped Best Actor and Best Actress. They put that at the end, after Best Picture. And everybody, and I mean everybody, thought it was nailed on that Chadwick Boseman was going to win this award posthumously for his performance in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. That was the intention of the Oscar organizers. The organizers, the director of this year's ceremony was actually uh Steven Soderbergh, I think. And all of them, ABC, who like put who air the awards, they all thought they said afterwards, they said we knew it might be a risk, but they wanted they thought it'll be a lovely way when Chadwick Boseman wins Best Actor to end the night and we'll have a little tribute, blah blah. Then it didn't. He didn't win. the Academy gave the award to Anthony Hopkins in the, in the Father, which, you know, not an incorrect decision. I don't think anybody could say, like... I mean, Anthony Hopkins. You know, it's is Anthony Hopkins, of yeah. course. That, you know, it's not like people... You, I don't think you could really argue that Anthony Hopkins didn't deserve the award. Yeah. The issue is that the ceremony felt like it was playing off of the death of Chadwick Boseman to... And it was kind of, and it was. I mean, course. it was it definitely yeah, it was. was. <laughs> it, de- it definitely was, but I mean, they did.
1: So let's maybe not use tragedies in people's deaths. No, to it's yeah. It's de- that's our little show.
0: I think that's definitely the lesson. Yeah, don't I mean, a weird lesson Even to have to learn. They knew, but, you know? they knew it was a risk. They knew there was a chance he wasn't going to win it. Like they didn't know for a fact. They don't know the the winners before the envelope is opened. But yeah, they like even if there's a chance he's not going to win it, why you take that risk? You just, it just kind of I mean, mars just, the whole memory of him and also men- fucks yeah. the
1: ceremony. Even just the mental intent of that, just just don't. That's not. Yeah, true. Just don't take the risk. There's no need for it. Leave yeah.
0: Best Actor where it is, and then there's no problems. Just don't don't. You put, could still it, have had a nice memorial
1: at the end of it anyway. Don't put why a Chadwick
0: Boseman NFT in your Oscars goodie bags. Just don't do and it. And fair
1: play to Hop. Fair play to Hopkins. Um. He had a lovely little speech on Instagram.
0: Yeah, he 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 had yeah. he did
1: his acceptance thing. Like, he put a video up
0: the next day because they they wouldn't let him, like, attend the ceremony virtually. They were like, no, if you want to come, you have to go to one of the, like, ceremony hubs. So they were like, you have to go to, like, the London one. Or yeah, something. come on, 83, <laughs> like, no, old man. Hux, I'm, come 80, on. I'm 83 years of age. I'm not going anywhere.
1: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> we would joke, like, I'm joking about the whole Anthony Huck. He's 83. He just can't go around. But yet, like, two days ago, I just saw a video of him like, in, like, a Hawaiian shirt dancing around the place in his living room. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I think... But that's... It's not a fitness yeah.
0: thing. It's more that he's probably high-risk during a pandemic. Yeah, well, that's... And,
1: to be fair, look, he, he's old enough that he gets the choice, like...
0: Yeah, he can do what normal. he wants. He's fucking... man. He's Anthony yeah.
1: Hopkins. He doesn't have to go to a yeah. fucking ceremony if he doesn't want you to. You know, I only realised he was Welsh recently.
0: Yeah, he... Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, you just assume he's English, and then, but when once you hear yeah. he's Welsh, you kind of go, Oh, yeah. Yeah, does, yeah. You can't The more hear I heard it and I listened to him, and oh, yeah, yeah you, can, you're Welsh. you can hear the Welsh. As soon as somebody says <laughs> yeah, it, you yeah. can hear that. It, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Anyway, I love Anthony Hopkins. Um, must watch The Father as well. Yes, yeah, same. I, I haven't seen it. Well, I'll watch with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. Best actress, then not no real controversy in this one thankfully nominees were viola davis for ma rainey's black bottom andra day for the united states versus billy holiday vanessa kirby for pieces of a woman Frances mcdormand for nomadland and carrie mulligan for promising young woman Frances mcdormand took this award for nomadland her third best actress win from three nominations
1: yeah and she was class She like yeah, she's very she internet. she has this subtle way of acting that's just really impressive.
0: Yeah, she's uh, well, well deserved, I think, well deserved for her yeah. um I think I can't remember I hope I don't have this wrong, but I think I remember reading she's she's the I think she's the first she's the, like the second actress to win three best actress awards. Hmm. Uh the first being um Meryl Streep, I believe has like four or five Which makes or something sense. crazy. She like six in the garage. She's just like Meryl case. Streep at this point is like, if she's in a movie, she's going
1: to get nominated at least. For best well, it, it just reminds me that I'm not sure the Devil Was Proud or some other, no, it wasn't with her in it. And someone said like Meryl Streep, could play batman and would be amazing i was like yeah that's very fair modern family i think it was from yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's,
0: it's like it's, it's her and daniel day lewis if they're in a movie they're probably going to get nominated for an oscar yeah rightfully <laughs> so every <laughs> time it. fair play to them <laughs> but yeah friends of francis mcdormand thankfully was not up against meryl streep this year so she took home her third best
1: actress award well, deserved her said, as well. let the smaller ones win something yeah, today she can have something this year i'll take a year off it's covid
0: whatever <laughs> uh best director Nominees were Thomas Vinterberg for Another Round, um, which is an international feature film and won Best International Feature Film. A uh, Swedish movie, I believe, starring Mads Mikkelsen and is getting a English-language remake starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, David Fincher for Mank. Lee Isaac Chung for Minari. Uh, Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. And Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman. Chloe Zhao won this for Nomadland. Becoming yeah. only the second woman ever to win Best Director at the Academy Awards, the first being Catherine Bigelow for *The Hurt Locker* back in like That's... 2010.
1: Okay, there's two insane things there. For some reason, probably Sex said, the Hurt Locker was made by a woman. Fair mm, play. Yeah, and uh, the other one is like only the second one, second woman ever to win Best Director, first woman of colour. I'm not trying to white knight here, but that's
0: ludicrous. Yeah, in 93 years of Academy Awards. That's straight
1: up insanity.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. Oh, wow. It's it's absolutely baffling.
1: And even in uh, this modern... (laughs) It's funny how they suddenly... What won well, the second one once they started like shaking up the academy a bit? That's crazy, been, isn't it? And even, even weird, the... it's almost like white old people will vote for white old people,
0: yeah. And it's huh. also, I think, <laughs> the first year the two women were nominated for Best Picture in the same year,
1: yeah. Or being oh, it's PC final. culture gone mad, I think.
0: yeah. Chloe Zhao <laughs> won for Nomadland. Um, congratulations to her and uh, all the best on her Marvel stuff. <laughs> Yeah, we were Which saying that, weren't no, we? I, yeah, I mentioned it last week. I'll talk about it when we, st- when we talk about Nomadland in a little bit. I'll go through it because her upcoming slate of movies that she's working on is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> best picture, the big one, then. We're ending our list on it, even though the Oscars didn't. The nominees were The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, The Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Eight nominees, huh? The winner was Nomadland, which I I think everybody expected. Honestly. Yeah. Nomadland had been absolutely sweeping up across all of the awards season this year. It was winning everything. It like I think it's next the next I think Nomadland before the Oscars had won ninety three awards and the its second place behind it was maybe Minari with like thirty something. <laughs> like it was Nomadland was just gonna win. It was just it had it had clean-swept almost every award ceremony. Um, Now, it wouldn't have been of the four the four Best Picture w- nominees that I've seen, which were Judas and the Black Messiah, Uh, Nomadland, Sound of Metal, and Trial of the Chicago 7. I personally, my personal pick out of those would have been the Sound of Metal, um, of the ones I've seen. But um, I don't think anybody can really say Nomadland wasn't deserving of the yes. accolades that it's won. Um yeah, that was the big That was the, the big thing. I think a lot there was a <laughs> lot of that was those were the big awards. I think there was a lot of firsts this year, as we mentioned, Cloja yeah, was the first woman of colour to win best director. Um it's the first time in Oscar's history the two Asian actors were nominated for best actor. It's the first year two women were nominated for best director in the same year. It's the first year uh an all-black producing team was nominated for best picture. It's the f- uh Mia Neal and uh Emeka Wilson are the first black women to be nominated and also to win for best makeup and and, um, special effects or whatever. Uh, Soul is the first Pixar movie nominated that features a black lead. And uh, Yoo Jung Yoon is the first Korean to win an acting prize. So a lot of like firsts, I suppose, at this year's Oscars. Yeah. So that's good. I think it's good. Yeah, that's cool. It's very good.
1: Yeah, no. Like, again, diversity. I mean, even, look, if you want to step away from... I hate saying this. I, I don't agree with it, politics. Um, Because it's not politics. It's just fucking basic human rights. <laughs> but even if you want to step away from that and go purely on a quality of art, you want different stories in there. You want different perspectives. You can't just keep on having the same... It just... On a pure technical level, it gets boring. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah, and I agree with you a hundred percent. And I think oh, I forgot to mention best cinematography, which was um won by Eric Messerschmidt for Mank. And it, I pop, like that it, name, it popped in Yeah it <laughs> John <laughs> Jacob Jingle Messerschmidt. It um it popped into um my head because Mank I think was nominated for ten awards this year and won two maybe, and in if this if Mank had been released even five six ten years ago, Mank would have won everything. Right, Mank. Uh, if anyone is not aware, Mank is the the telling of the writing of Citizen Kane. It's, oh wow! It's, it's okay. a it's a Hollywood movie about Hollywood movies. So, I mean
1: that is Academy it's, fodder it's just like
0: <laughs> built like the Academy
1: will go oh yeah I love it's it like darling. literally literally the <laughs> epitome of riding on the coattails yeah. like the coattails yeah big time
0: and that's no <laughs> oh. I haven't I haven't watched it because to be honest I don't really have any interest in it personally I don't yeah it's. I mean it's, it's David Fincher so there's probably something interesting going on I'm not a massive David Fincher fan but I can't deny that he makes he has made some excellent movies but and it's uh, gary oldman and amanda seyfried who were also nominated in the acting categories for mank but it didn't win any of the big awards and in any other year in <laughs> years gone by it would have won everything to be honest yeah
1: it was like the year the artist i'm surprised was. They, i was gonna say i'm surprised they didn't change the name to of the oscars to that they, they
0: probably would yeah <laughs> yeah and that's what it's about it's about the the fellow who wrote citizen kane
1: um so
0: that should have won, but it's I, I, it's it's a change for me. It's a step in the right direction that it didn't win lots of awards. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm sure it could be a great movie. A lot of people would say it's a great movie, I'm but sure it's it like it's like fucking licking crystals for the Oscars Academy. It's just like I mean, it's sh- DVDs, Oscars. Let's so be fair, love sucking on its own dick. Yeah, that's what they love. They like movies. Yeah. That are about movies you make a movie that's yeah. about how amazing movies
1: are or even <laughs> got their own hollywood legacy yeah that's a big that's what thing Manc hollywood is, legacy so oh <laughs>
0: that is what mank is so there you go i think we've covered most of the ceremony i mean i'm not I, there's there's obviously i apologize i know every award is deserving of of a mention and every nominee is deserving of a mention we just don't have the time i I'm going to do a cosy. Fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck the rest of the (laughs) the awards don't fucking matter.
1: Right? (laughs) Don't know why you suddenly went a bit Scottish there, but fair
0: enough. Uh, Yeah, anyway, those were the Oscars, so now it's time to talk about Best Picture Winner, Nomadland, and let's dive into the next section. We're only 45 minutes into the intro. (laughs) Let's do what the hell is going on. Oh, by the way,
1: I'm Dan, this is Owen.
0: Yeah, hi guys. Hi, here's <laughs> this week's movie is Nomadland. Let's do What the Hell is Going On Here. I mean, what the hell is going on? I mean, what the hell is going on? Nomadland. Best Picture winner 2021, directed by yeah. Chloe Zhao, starring, uh, starring and produced by Francis McDormand, and also starring David Stratham and Bob Wells, Linda May and Swanky, Real Life Nomads, st- starring as fictionalized versions of themselves music by ludovico ainaudi who i adore um he's a fantastic 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 composer uh edited by chloe Zhao. cinematography by joshua james richards um yeah distributed by searchlight pictures through disney i think i think i hope i have that right and it's a it's based on a a book a a non-fiction like a journalistic book called nomadland surviving america in the 21st century by a woman named jessica Bruder, which is a a journalistic depiction non-fiction depiction of yeah. nomads in america and there's
1: no like, linear storytelling like it's just like these things that happen to this person as it happens yeah like. and
0: that's what the movie the movie itself is about a woman named fern who is played by francis mcdormand who i guess lost everything T- during her husband died, the, great, the, the great recession yeah, yeah. her husband the uh, the uh, the company her husband worked for closed down the site in the town that they were in and then yeah. her husband passed away and she kind of lost everything she packs up all her stuff and decides to live in a van and travel around all over america i guess just wandering around looking for, like traveling to Park get like drops, seasonal yeah. work in places that yeah, is available. Yeah. um and that's kind nomad, of almost she's a nomad yeah that's kind of that's i mean that's the movie like it's it's a very much a a quiet sort of character study and a look a look at at the it's not it, it's strange to me in that it's it doesn't necessarily romanticize this life too much it does in no. places there's elements of it that obviously it's make it kind of it makes everything sort of seem okay in rather than romanticizing it doesn't say it, this is a beautiful life but it kind of just says it's yeah, good elements too. Yeah, there are you know? you know there there's good things about it and it's not it doesn't really I like fun. the honesty of that. Yeah, but it, it never really lingers too much on the bad things about this kind of nomadic lifestyle or how difficult it is to live yeah. out of a van and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I think
1: the hardest thing we kind of see is just like how it's it can be a bit of a pain. It's like, oh we have to yeah, do this and we have to do that. Yeah, it's not it's
0: not as easy as living in a Fixed place, but yeah. it's it's not the movie is not really trying to say this is awful. These poor yeah. people that have to live like this, they, like this poor woman lost everything and now she's miserable and she's being forced to live in a van. It's not really like that. Yeah. It's I mean, it is. It's I suppose it's, there sad. The it's a, there's elements yeah. of that that it's like oh Jesus, that's yeah. tough. But it's more kind of like this is a choice these people have made, and this is a yeah, this just, is just a different yeah. way to live.
1: Yeah, but the movie's not called um, Awful Lifeland. It, it's it's, it's <laughs> Nomad, you know. You know, I, I, I try to figure out a better way to say that, but like, it's, 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 it's about being it's not, a nomad. I'm,
0: yeah, I'm glad it's not called <laughs> Awful Lifeland, to be honest.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but like, you know, I mean, here's the thing. I think what they try to hint at is that this is what humans have done for a long time in general even. It's part of our shared ancestral history as mm-hmm. a species. We've been nomads. We're we're far more nomads than we are settled people. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a very recent affair when we started thinking of oh hey we should have towns and stuff. <laughs> you know? Yeah,
0: it's yeah, fair. Yeah. Yeah and this is um I mean it's shot this it was shot actually twenty eighteen. So it took a while for it to be released. Uh, I I'm not hundred percent certain if the release was delayed due to COVID. It may have been but it was shot in 2018, and the the um, Frances McDormand actually optioned the book. Initially, she read the book, and her and her produ- producing partner immediately like optioned uh, *Nomadland: Surviving America in the 21st Century*. And they saw Chloe Zhao's previous movie, which is a movie called *The Rider*, which is about a an American cowboy. Essentially, he's like a is he is either a bull rider or like a or writer, he's one of those things. He's injured. He's at rodeos. Yeah, he's and like a rodeo one. cow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he <laughs> falls off, he has an accident, and he, he has to quit that life or whatever. Francis McDormand saw that movie and went straight to Chloe Zhao and said, we want you to do this. And she's read the script and said, yeah, okay, cool, I'll do it. And hmm. it, they shot it in 2018. It took about four months to shoot. And yeah. Chloe, Zhao, Chloe Zhao was, during filming she was splitting her time between production of this and pre-production for Eternals for Marvel. So she was doing both at the same time. <laughs> very different. Very, very yeah. different ways of working, I'd imagine. Very different Yeah. to go from probably just like one of Marvel's video call centers was probably at a bigger budget than <laughs> this <Yeah>. entire movie. <laughs> Which is odd. But they also, they shot it, uh, the cast um and the crew actually did it they lived in vans and they traveled all across they traveled
1: in a van to all of the locations in the movie and shot the movie while they were gone. yeah and generally if you look at the cast like you find some really interesting things that a lot of the characters in it are real people Mm -hmm. or they named a lot of these characters after the actress name so i think it was a real communal thing like like you said they went from place to place as this community they lived the life they yeah. were those people like, yeah they you know? did it
0: and that's um something that chloe Zhao has done in several of her films is she did it in the writer and i think she did it in her first movie um which forgive me the the name of it escapes me but it's about um uh a brother and sister on a american uh native american reservation um but she likes to film, like, in the actual location and use the actual people that live there as part of the movie. So she has in the writer, the, the fellow, the cowboy that she met that the movie's based on it, is in the movie as well. And she got, yeah. like, actual, like, ranch hands and stuff to fill out, like, some of the cast and stuff. So it's a thing she really yeah. oh, enjoys you. doing. Not sure how she's going to do it with the Eternals, to be honest. I don't know where she's going to find real life mutant people
1: with superpowers from space
0: but you know she could do it you never know she I mean, maybe, maybe you know, she can build it off yeah.
1: you you <laughs> said a great thing a philosophy uh, she has about people and it's it's what comes off from this movie a lot that she doesn't believe that most people are bad she believes most people are decent yeah she said people. she
0: she said this i think in her oscar's acceptance speech that this movie the, her approach to making this and her the movie itself was kind of birthed from her personally held belief that most people that you meet in this life are good people that yeah the majority of people that you meet every day are they're just good people who are just living their lives and you're not like you kind of you'll have to if you you can f- you'll have to find the bad in people yeah necessarily or you know the bad isn't gonna. And to most funny, of the time, you know, the bad of... is not
1: even bad. It's it's desperation. It's pain. Like you know, um. Yeah, no, I I really like that because I I was kind of making a joke because you know the seasonal workers from a whole lot of places and a lot of times they kind of show them talking to friends uh, or like taking selfies and it's always I mean waiting for the manager to come out and Like, what the fuck are you doing? Get back to work. And I was dreading that because movies do this a lot. You know the the shitty manager. Yeah, but no, they, they didn't
0: miss at all. They even actively revert flipped that. In the unlike on the one, uh, there's maybe two, but the the one occasion where like a manager does come out to her van, and you think, oh fuck, here we go, she's about to get shit on now and being told she has to leave. But the manager comes out and just says, listen, if like it's gonna get pretty cold here, like there's a shelter down the street that you could stay at, or like if you need anything. Just yeah. come in and we'll help you out, kind of thing. And it's it's very much a a story of a story of goodness, I suppose. That pe- these people—they're not mm-hmm. like none of these people. They're none of them are depicted as they're not like they're not addicts who have fallen into mm-hmm. this life. Through like ill choices or anything, oh. they're
1: people. They're people. No, not are... not say that that's a bad thing either. Like that, that, no, that can happen. no, that can happen. I'm not, not trying bad. to say yeah. that that makes them bad people. But yeah.
0: it, it's not a depiction of that. This is tough. That these people have yeah. have are not here through choice and they don't want to be living like this. Yeah. They do. It's a yeah. choice. They've made it. They want to
1: live. Yeah. This is how they enjoy living their life. There are right? some hints to it though. There are things like, um, you know, where they themselves saw how people were treating corporations, like. A woman talks about how there was a guy who was a month away from retirement. He got sick, and like he he had like liver failure or something like that. And he they start talking. Hey, let's talk about retirement while well, he was like literally on his deathbed. And he was like, "Here, don't wait for it. Get on that boat of yours. Go out there." Yeah. So and that's but yeah. that in that way, it's taking the good from the bad. I suppose you know. Yeah,
0: kind of. It's just that was an element to me that I didn't not that i didn't like it about the movie i thought there should have been more of it to be honest
1: see where these people are coming from yeah
0: it's just to honestly right one of the the biggest things i was surprised wasn't addressed in the movie is the fact that these people work for amazon yeah They work for in in like an Amazon shipping company seasonally. They return there like once a year to take up like six to eight weeks work in an Amazon shipping facility. And Amazon pays for their RVs to be parked in in like next to the factory and they go to work there like whatever, six, seven days a week. Yeah, I thought because that's that's the first one of the first instances you see of this lifestyle in the movie is her working at this Amazon facility. But oh, when she's
1: walking down and she's smiling and saying hello to people, like man, she's gonna jump out. Anyone, like, I, I was just you waiting doing? for it, especially
0: yeah. for a movie that's been that was made today. I know it's set in like 2011, but it was made today when it's it was odd to see that it was none of it. It was never addressed that like even just that facet of it that working for a company like that is
1: not ideal.
0: I suppose it's not like a dream yeah, job or anything. It's, I mean,
1: as much as there was a possible note of the movie, I this is a dystopia that's happening now
0: yeah very much you so. know it was and it's not i can't i suppose i can't fault the movie for not being about what i wanted it to be about i guess that's no, just, no. Like, she didn't make the movie to address issues with amazon yeah. staff or anything but it was it was they a made the
1: movie about the people themselves yeah, and the people was, themselves were yeah. making money and were happy enough with it you know yeah true very true
0: but um yeah big thing big things about nomadland Nomadland was the first film to ever win the top prize at both the Venice and Toronto International Film Festivals. First film ever to do so. Francis McDormand is the first person in history to win in the same year at the Oscars for producing and acting in the same movie. Yeah. It's the first time anybody has ever won Best Picture for producing and Best Actress for the same movie. Which is cool, big thing yeah, for that's her. Right. Chloe Zhao, thanks to this movie, is now the single most awarded person in award season history. Wow! She this year, pleasure. thanks to the Oscars, surpassed the previous holder was Alexander Payne for a movie called Sideways. Yeah, she came out in like two thousand eight, nine, ten, around that era. But yeah, she's the single most awarded person in a single award season in history. Fair pleasure. Which is awesome. No, yeah. Here's what I mentioned earlier that I just think this is fascinating. Chloe, Chloe Zhao's like upcoming list of movies are Eternals for Marvel, which is releasing yeah. this November. Uh, then she's doing um, a a biopic about a man named uh, Bass Reeves. Bass Reeves, not exact 100. It's B A S S Reeves, who was mm-hmm. the first black. U.S. Marshal back in yeah. the Wild West. She likes telling stories of um, uh,
1: disenfranchised people.
0: Yes, and she loves she loves yeah. stories involving the American, like, Western iconography and things like that, which okay. is yeah, yeah. interesting. Court, but, uh, yeah, she's making that for Amazon, and then, <laughs> then she's making a Dracula she's movie. She's doing
1: Shaun the Sheep, isn't she?
0: <laughs> she's making a Dracula movie, but she is retelling Dracula, in the vein of a futuristic sci-fi western.
1: Okay, I mean, I guess she knows that eventually um, a lot of um, directors make schlocky sci-fi in their later years, but maybe she shouldn't go that fast.
0: Do it quite <laughs> quickly. I'm not sure when that's happening. I don't know which one is co- Well, Eternals is done. It's coming out in November, and there's constant, constant, like every two weeks, there's a new news article saying how superbly, massively, incredibly impressed people at Marvel are with what she's done with inter- with Eternals, which I don't know is true, or if it's them getting a- trying to get out ahead of this is crap,
1: but whatever. Um, I mean, so far she impresses, so.
0: Yeah, she's a good, she's an impressive director. Um,
1: yeah. But yeah, th- um, it's just a interesting re- space, <laughs> and, space and the Western, because those come together a lot in themes. Sci-fi Western. Not necessarily space. Okay,
0: sorry. I don't know. It could be I just. I mean, I like, think I just improved it in my head, to it be honest. Be like I want to a Western. Vampire Space movie. I, it's probably, I would say, like. A, just like a wet. Like Western themes and imagery, but set probably in the future. And also okay. Dracula's in it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Dracula's has like a laser pistol. That's <laughs> Dr- true. Yeah, Dracula i don't know man it's just uh, you know it'll be, it'll be something like oh some gene virus has changed this person blah, blah, blah,
0: blah, blah, oh blah, yeah he's been experimented on by amazon oh, no wait what anyway <laughs> finally she gets back to the amazon i got yeah, you she, finally, she listens to this show and she's like shit they're right i should have shit on amazon more. <laughs> but yeah i just think it's a really it's a really interesting slate of like upcoming projects that she has it's kind of it's kind of crazy
1: uh, also, there's an amazing picture online. I'll put it into the comments of the post where she's holding two Oscars, and she is just the most shit-eating smile on the planet, and I adore it because it's been on every IMDb yeah, um, yeah. page. I've been on the last two days. Just <laughs> delighted. Yeah, is it's there, great. You... She's
0: she's an interesting like even her life. She's pretty young. Like she's 39, yeah. I think, at the moment. Um, she's born. Oh, director, she yeah, very young for a director. She was born yeah. in. Um, Beijing, I think. Yeah. Uh, her dad is like a pretty rich, like he owns like the biggest steel company in China or some fucking thing. Yeah. Um. So she was sent to like fucking, She was sent to England first when she was fifteen to go to school. She went to school there for like a year or two, and then she finished high school in America, and then she went to university. She went to like a super elite ivy league like women's only college in massachusetts and then she went to nyu to do a master's in film afterwards they're like the titch school of the arts uh Good and pleasure. then like started making fucking awesome movies that all like all seem to be focused on sort of like the american dream and american western iconography and all this kind of stuff yeah. is something she's and not,
1: not like to she doesn't glorify it either she just talks about the reality of it, like no,
0: yeah, no, no, no. It's not like a. It, it her movies aren't like fantasized dreamscapes of the American landscape. They're like kind of like th- that's the backdrop for a lot of it, and, and lands is kind of the same as that. Like you see, you do, you get the shots of how these the incredible like visage of vistas, American yeah. vistas and all that kind of, yeah, vistas, that's the word not visage yeah. <laughs> but you do get that, you see it, but it's also kind of more like, that's
1: yeah, yeah.
0: a backdrop and now let's look at the real people that live here, yeah. kind of thing, which is cool it's it's interesting, but it's, it's, it's really interesting to me that I suppose um, an international filmmaker has decided on that to be their kind
1: of motif
0: in a lot of their movies
1: it makes sense from a business point of view because and um, the whole china's become more and more of a like market for movies from america so it kind of makes sense to me that an a chinese person who's receiving all these american movies goes like hey i want to make some of these movies well you know,
0: interestingly enough china hates her
1: oh mm. is, is it because she's been successful outside of china no it's
0: because she did an interview back in, like, 2013 or something, and she, like, she basically, like, compared her like, her childhood growing up in China to, like, prison and stuff. She said it, you know, she kind of made some disparaging comments about life in China and the Chinese government and things like that. And now they hate her. Oh, well, I thought
1: they were great, mm. weren't they?
0: And her, this year's Oscars ceremony was, like, Uh, pulled from TV in China. It was completely embargoed and no news stations or anything were
1: allowed mention that she won or mention her at all. I always love how China proves someone by trying to disprove them. Like, (laughs) oh, it's not like a jail. Don't look at her. You're not allowed to look at her. Don't you dare.
0: Ignore (laughs) her. Whatever she just said, she never said it. All right. That's how we deal with this. She never (laughs) said it. There you go, yeah. Her whole everything about the Oscars this year was banned in China because she was nominated and they don't like her. Oh. There you go. I mean, her. I think her dad is still in China, though.
1: So She should be nominated for every single movie from now on just to <laughs> fuck up China.
0: <laughs> just all, nominate. Yeah, just just put her name on the ballot so that China yeah. can't show the awards ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. won't, rather. Oh,
1: you know what? No, I got okay. an idea. Just for the next 30 years, get her to host it.
0: Oh, every, she hosts every award ceremony ever. Yeah. All across just, the world.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck them. Like, do that no, in general, in China. everything. Like, yeah. put it on every Marvel movie. Because mm. I know the Marvel movies are popular in China. Mm, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, there you yeah. go. There is Nomadland, as much detail as I could dig up and give you. Let's try some final thoughts. <laughs>
1: Wrong
0: button. Let's try some... Final thoughts. Yes, Mr. Frodo. It's over now. So, final thoughts on Nomadland and, I guess, the Oscars, too.
1: Why do you keep going for a different accent?
0: I'm just trying things out. I like accents.
1: Okay, fair enough. Um, on *Nomad*, Nomadland, um, I thought... Extremely well acted. I love the authenticity of it. I think that's the biggest thing they went for for this movie. They tried to get it as real to the real thing. As much as we were saying, like, it doesn't necessarily harsh on the idea of what's happening in America in that regard. I still felt it was very dystopian. It felt very, like, Christ, this is actually what's happening. It's pretty messed up. And the, the strange thing i found a lot of people in were like, oh yeah, this is a great time and all that. But they seem to have had personal issues themselves mm-hmm. that kind of made them feel like this was fine. This is good. And again, I'm not against the idea of the lifestyle, but I, it, there, there seemed to be a lot of self lying. Even the lead, Fern, like she's out there for not, decent mental reasons like and not decent economic reason i like she was yeah. just basically said that you can just about survive out there you know whereas if you stay here you can't she was forced to
0: yeah yeah she definitely was and there's there's definitely a case of like all the people that she meets even though they say that they're there like this is how they like living yeah they all have some pretty horrible reason for being there you know yeah. the I all mean, the people talks to maybe is bob.
1: Even, even, even bob even bob son,
0: like, like, like yeah his son passed away and you have um the uh, linda that she talks to is like lost everything and uh, swanky i think it is has like she's like a cancer like diagnosis she's that yeah, she's yeah. like on like wants to basically go and die in the mountains and this kind of stuff she's even reading yeah. a book by doctor death which i uh, so when the, his name was mentioned my brain just went oh jesus yeah, that's that's a that's a name to throw out. Like, he's, yeah, he's a cra- great. Yeah. That's a crazy story, but um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not certain about it. I, as a whole, like, I like. I mean, I didn't. I liked it. It's a good movie. There's just, I don't know. There's a there's an imbalance in it to me, in a lot of it. In that, it, I don't know. Is this it, maybe this is a, people might get annoyed at this statement but it almost felt like it should have been a documentary it almost was though it all it wasn't it wasn't though like the people the people that she meets are real but they're not playing themselves they're not like yeah. Bob Wells is not playing explicitly the real life Bob Wells Swanky is not yeah. playing the real life swanky their stories are kind of concocted and twisted a little bit but there is yeah. a
1: there's
0: an imbalance to me in between Frances McDormand acting as this person and all the other people being real nomads. And there's times yeah. where, as great as she is in the movie, the character of Fran is sort of lost at times. When when she's, in particular, when she's talking to these other people and it feels like it's an opportunity, it's a documentary style thing for these people to tell their real stories. And it almost mm. could have been Frances McDormand herself just traveling around and talking to these people. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like a flip. There's... I don't know. It's just kind of... It's off-keel a little bit at times for me. I think there's some... Okay. I think there's some strange editing choices in places. Um, I don't know. There's just... The Amazon thing just doesn't sit well with me for some reason that that's a personal thing though that's not i can't again i said i said it before i can't give out to the movie for not being about what i wanted to be about i can't hate on a movie for not like for not being a different movie basically but it's yeah i don't know there's just i i liked it i think i liked it but just just certain things i thought were a bit like just oddly chosen i suppose is the Mm -hmm. correct term i guess it's. I will Would say, it it, no, I wouldn't watch it again. I will say, I think it's the most subtle acting I've seen from Frances McDormand in a long time. She's generally yeah. more, at least in roles I've seen her in, generally more, not even subtle. I won't say subtle. It's not, she's a subtle oh, yeah. actress. Yeah. It's a subtle actress. She, she's always, she always is good at subtle acting, but yeah. it's, this is a happy character i suppose she's <laughs> different she's happy she's, but run down she's run down yeah but she's quite fran or fern herself feels like a happy woman like she's quite yeah. like she's quite enjoyable and pleasant at mo on most occasions she's very like yeah she's a, you know and it's not she ain't a bitch she ain't a bitch she's not angry yeah. i suppose a lot of the time which was nice yeah. to see um yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's my take on Nomadland, I guess. My take on uh, the Oscars this year. I don't know. I don't have any big complaints, really, to be honest. There's not... There's no... I don't think there was any big shocks or there's any... There, there'll be articles. There's articles every year after the Oscars of, like,
1: yeah. Wolfwalkers was robbed at this year's Oscars, blah, blah, and this kind of shit, and it's I like... Know, I hate that nonsense, because how many people... The um, Academy... How many like, people are in the academy? Yeah, like judging uh, thousands. Yeah, so like how can it be <laughs> bloody well robbed? Like there's like when it's yeah. just a vote. Academy
0: <laughs> membership is massive. Like there's a there's yeah. a board of the academy that's like eight people or something. I think, but um,
1: yeah, but you can't be robbed when it's just literally a vast majority a of people's opinions. Yeah, it's just Constantly. I don't know, there, and there, there probably will be this year
0: as well. There'll be we an award. There, I actually there is probably already articles talking in particular about Best Actor, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's a, I think it was a good ceremony, it was interesting. I hope they never t- attempt to do that again. I hope by next year we're back to just five hundred people in a room. That'll be that. Uh, but yeah, there you go. That was the Oscars mm. and Nomadland, and more more <laughs> the Oscars in general than Nomadland this week. Uh, we're we're not doing we're running over a little bit on time this week so we're not going to do like a Jesus moment or anything that kind of crack I don't think Land really lends itself to it either
1: but there
0: you go what's on the agenda for next week Dan?
1: like I've done before I'm going to hand out a few clues throughout the week and you can guess you haven't picked I have. All oh, right. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: last time, Excuse last time you. was because you hadn't picked. Excuse anything. Excuse <laughs> you, Mister. Let's vote for three different movies. Yeah. Because I can not come up with one choice. At least I had three.
0: <laughs> last time you did the clues thing was because you hadn't picked anything.
1: Yes. Well, not this time. All right. Okay. Or did I?
0: Or did I? I don't know. <laughs> maybe he'll tell me after the show. People, I'd be delighted yeah, if he did. <laughs> maybe I. Maybe don't tell me. I'll have. I'll figure it out from the clues too. Yeah. 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 We'll do that. Until I wa- Well, I have to watch it, so maybe do tell me at some point. <laughs> that was this week's episode. As always, thank you to everybody who listened. Thank you for your continuing comments and messages and likes and shares and whatever the hell else goes on on social media. We have, I'm going to mention it this once and then I'll shut up about it, we've added a, like, a support function thing to our homepage or to our ACAST site you yeah. don't have to by all means it's not necessary Absolutely um, folks. but every little would be great to help with yeah. there are surprisingly there are production costs involved in making this thing even if they yeah. are just monthly subscription fees and things like oh, that
1: coming up in a few days as well
0: <laughs> yeah there are there are we do have to pay for things to get this and yeah. it would be nice dan would love a disney plus account for himself I don't sure why you keep using that as an example. I got perfect access to a Disney Plus example. Yeah, but you'd like you'd like your own one.
1: Sure. I'd also like it less of an Adobe Bill, but you know, whatever.
0: Yeah, you know, whatever.
1: <laughs> anyway, that's it from us this week.
0: Check out our keep an eye on Facebook and stuff and get Dan's clues. And if you figure it out, do we have a prize for them?
1: Um, they get a review.
0: They get a review? Oh, they get. Yes. To, if you figure it out, you get to listen to our podcast episode about That's the movie. Yeah, there
1: you yeah. go. <laughs> there
0: you go. I'm very generous. Well done. That's a fantastic prize. I'm jealous, yeah. to be honest, of whoever yeah. wins that. <laughs> yeah. I'd All love right.
1: to listen to one of our reviews, you know? I'd
0: love. I Yeah. Not like I don't have to listen to us <laughs> three <laughs> times a week. Ten <laughs> gaps. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. Thanks very much, everybody, once again. We will see you next week. Bye. Asherlo,
1: it's a big